Weekly, your one and only weekly podcast dedicated to EastEnders. This week, we're going to be talking about episodes from the 12th to the 16th of February. So if you haven't seen them yet, what are you doing here? Go back, watch them, come back and listen to us. There will be spoilers ahead. However, if you uh, have watched them or have watched bits of them, here's a quick roundup of this week's events. So this week has been very much about Abby Branning's funeral. It began with a lie to Max that Abby's funeral had already taken place and that he wasn't invited. Initially devastated by the news, he took a step back and visited his eldest daughter, Lauren. His he asked, only daughter, Lauren. <laughs> his now only daughter, Lauren. <laughs> he asked Lauren about the funeral, but as his questions became more delving, Lauren leaked that it was a lie concocted by her mum and nan, Tanya and Cora, and that he was unwanted for the actual funeral on Friday. Vincent is running out of time to pay his debt to Aidan and rushed the sale of the Albert, albeit for a much lower price. Kim is suspicious of Vincent, and after a mammoth purchase online, Vincent finally revealed that he was broke to the tune of six figures, something I understand we'll be discussing a bit later. Possibly. Did Vincent ever get the money back from Whitney from last year for buying a dog crate? Well, should we be discussing that later? That could help. That could help debt. toward his six-figure <laughs> debt. Meanwhile, Whit- talking of which, Whitney is confused about her feelings for Halfway. Halfway left, but forgot to take his bag with him. So Whitney used that as an opportunity to get in touch with him and see if the love for each other was reciprocated, which upon Halfway's return was. Mm-hmm. After Max was eventually able to give his last farewell to his youngest daughter, we learned that he's named Abby's daughter Abby and vowed to get it right this time. And finally, at the very end, after some initial hints throughout the episode, Lauren has fallen out of love with Josh. And after Abby's funeral, she walked off alone from the graveyard while Julia's theme had played. What a lovely news roundup that was. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. So what I have a few notes on about this week, because so much went on. Big storylines, funerals. Um, I wanted to start with Funeral. the biggest storyline well, um, of samosas with mm. Masood and Kathy. Well, this is, I feel, this is a, just the, this is the seed of a storyline that's going to develop into a mighty oak of a love story. Oh. So you think that's a romance for Masood? Yeah, I believe so. I think it's uh, the same old trope that uh, EastEnders likes to do. That, that is, they start off hating each other. Then they start little seeing competition. nice little competitions, start seeing little things that they like about each other. And then eventually Masood will bed Kathy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So um, they had a little competition, didn't they? Because she doesn't like them selling um, foreign objects in the chip shop. No, because it's a London chippy and she doesn't want any of that foreign muck in her London chippy. But, you know... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's, I suppose it's her business. You can choose what she'd like. But she Actually, w- Ian's business, isn't it? But she's running it for Ian, while Ian um, or Adam Wood yet has a little break from the soap. Right. He's in pantomime normally, isn't he? I think. Does he? Does he do pantomime? Yes. Oh. Him, Sharon and Phil, I think, all do pantomime. That's why they disappear for a few what, Every months. year? Yeah. How much do they get paid to do that? Quite a lot. <laughs> I'm having a <laughs> And also I wanted to talk about was Robbie and his um, health and safety warning to Max. 
Can you remember what this health and safety warning was on the market? Oh yes, because uh, Max had put <laughs> Max had put down Makes a reef, dangerous flowers, or, yes, in in front of a gate or, or the the fence to the uh, the garden in yeah, the centre no of our square. Was talking about health and safety of the door to the Vic roof. Well, quite three, nearly three casualties from the Branning family has been from the Vic roof, and also it's been quite quite quick to uh, to get onto that roof as well. Anyone, any any. Tom, Dick, and Harry seems to be able to get onto the top of that, onto the top of that roof, and and they do. So hopefully the um, health and safety officer will be looking into that <laughs> more than the flat. <laughs> Can I just go quickly return to Adam Woodyat being a pato? Yes, because <laughs> I've just googled it, and uh, he's in. He was in Swindon. He's in the Swindon doing a panto. Oh, I thought you meant the pantomime was called Swindon. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pantomime. <laughs> I don't know. Not to disrespect Swindon, but uh, I'm sure there's a few rogue characters in old Swindon town. But yes, he was doing a panto in Swindon. Um, That's why they always go missing this time of year. Oh, right, right. He's no stranger to the stage. He made his panto debut in 1989 um, at the same theatre with Mother Goose. And he seems to like Swindon as well, because he did Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in 2015. Maybe so he lives in Swindon. I don't think... No, I think he must live in London, surely. If you work in EastEnders, you oh, yeah, I guess. live in London. So there you go. Yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a regular on the old panto scene. And uh, he played Captain Hook, so presumably it was Peter Pan. Unless Captain well, Hook... he played Peter Pan. No, he played Captain Hook. Oh, okay. In Peter Pan. No, he could... No. <laughs> no. Forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forever young boy. Adam Woody. Well, to be fair, he will always be forever that young young Bill kid from EastEnders, won't he? He will <laughs> forever be young Ian Bill. How's Ian's um, diabetes recently? I don't know. Now Jane's gone and left him. To not monitor it, and kathy has got full reign of his diet, mm. one can only presume that he's eating all kinds of rubbish. It's not doing very well at all, is he? Back to EastEnders. <laughs> Sorry, it's just fascinating. So we had Valentine's Day on a day before on a Tuesday. Yes. They missed Pancake Day. They didn't mention that. Mm, well, That's that was always it. upsetting. Normally, Valentine's is quite a fun episode. We've got Frank with his spinning bow tie with Pat in the past. <laughs> yes. We've had Sharon had multiple arguments about Dennis giving the wrong Valentine's card. Oh. This Valentine's, we had... Kim trying to cook a meal for Vincent. Now, this mm. ended up her in the Minute Mart trying to find a bit of meat. Halfway, at the same time, wanted to cook <gasps> Whitney a meal. Now, they were both in the Minute Mart and there was one bit of meat left. <laughs> the only shop in London. With only one piece <laughs> of chicken. So Yolandi needs to sort out her um, stock in the Minute Mart, doesn't she? She does. Or the Tesco or Waitrose or Sainsbury's need to get involved in Walford. No, they would never open a major chain. Remember, they tried to do that. Adam, um, Adam well. I keep calling him Adam. <laughs> How's Adam? <laughs> I know, I've got Tanya syndrome. Ian tried to um, sell up the uh, burger joint, didn't he? And uh, for a major chain. I think it was a Minute Mart. I think it was a Minute Mart Metro or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> a Minute Mart Supercentre. Where they sell like uh, TVs on Black Friday to all the uh, East End residents, and uh, yeah, he he didn't have a lot of luck with that. Um, so yeah, I, I, most people seem to do their main weekly shop in the Minute Mart mm. at at increasingly costly value. 
I mean, they've uh, never showed um, Michelle's job since. They showed that for a bit. Her big department oh, shop. Oh, yeah, she worked in a, a John Lewis-style department store. Is that where Sharon keeps going for her shopping trip? <laughs> when she keeps for the past six months. I don't want to know anything about it. I'm going to go shopping. Maybe. I mean, Sharon's been very quiet recently. I've got um, some notes about everyone's duff-duffs for the year. And um, Sharon's last duff-duff, so this is basically the last time she had a story, mm. was last April 2017. What a full story. Have heard her face on a duff-duff. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's quite a long time. That's so a really long time. You know, she's been busy. But she's had one duff-duff since, and that was when she admitted to Mel that she took the money. Right oh. under Phil's nose. Yes, yes. Well, Which that was still a... was, doesn't make much sense. No, but it's um been just dragging itself along. Just that storyline from the. Uh... Well, I feel there'll be a murder mystery soon. All right. Who do you think will... of um the scary villain Aiden? You think it'll be Aiden? Aiden will be murdered. No one knows who. That's just my theory. But they're going to have all the people who were in the heist as uh, contenders of Aiden's murder. So who would that be then? So that's Phil, Vincent, Keanu, um, Keanu, lovely Keanu, the beautiful Keanu. I I, I feel that Keanu should he'll he'll either be the biggest swerve of them all, him and Billy, because well Billy's a good punt actually because if you think about it, Billy's lost a lot from that one storyline he's lost his job he's lost his wife because he <laughs> well that was ridiculous. but he's like by, by, if by, only people talked normal sentences none of this would happen yes but that, how boring that would that be <laughs> as a soap yeah it wouldn't be very soapy no it wouldn't be very fun at all but, um i mean mel could be in the murder mystery plot her yeah. and sharon have just bought the club so they could hide a body in the club maybe well no she's always owned the club but she's asked um mel to run it for her so that's Ben yeah. could come back. He ben could come back, maybe. but I don't think he will. Actually, now you've mentioned the club and uh, Mel. A, a lot of stuff happens at that club. A lot that of could. murder. Maybe that's that's where they're down in R and R. Poor Ronnie and Roxy. May they swim in peace. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, if I was going to do a bet right now, if I was going down the bet- betting shop. I reckon Mel, because there's the the link to the club and also Hunter. <laughs> Hunter the stupidest name ever. I still think another prediction is that Hunter isn't Steve's son. Well biologically mm. I think it might be Phil's. Because oh. Mel and Phil did sleep with each other a few months before she left. It doesn't quite add up, but EastEnders quite often miss, doesn't. They, miss, <laughs> they miss a year here and there sometimes to make a story. So I feel that could be what's happening. I hope it's not. Phil's got so many babies from so many people. They could they could start a soap They've with just Phil's. So they need to bring the Mitchells back, back up to their count. Yeah, but no, don't bring the Mitchells back up to their count. There's quite a few of them. There's Dennis, who's like an honourable... Mitchell now, mm, like he he's looked, always upstairs. He's always <laughs> having his biscuit. <laughs> he's always um kind of being hinted that he's going to be like a, something bad's going to happen with him. Travesty, he'll murder someone or something. Yeah, and he he looks up to Phil. So you think that that would be? Maybe he's too used. young. He's young now, line. but then they give but it they're time. Not thinking of the future, are they? Because they keep killing <laughs> all of the young characters <laughs> who have mm. any hope for 
decent story that is. Well, yeah, they're, they're not looking into the future, are they? They're not looking at development. They're looking at the here and now and the Patrick playing chess storyline. Mm. <laughs> Joyce and um, Ted haven't been a success. Well, Joyce and Ted were a, a strange couple, weren't they? Let's be honest. I don't think that there was ever... The way they were introduced was a bit lacklustre. Well, they got rid of Pam. Pam's desperate to come back. She's appeared mm. about five times. Mm. She's done her Christmas advert on TV. Now she's ready <laughs> to come she, back with Les. Was, but. She left Les momentarily for Santa Claus <laughs> and then came back. Yeah, and came back recently. Les and Pam back. I'd like to see Les and Pam back. I think it was such a shame that they killed off Paul. I think that was such a mm. good little storyline. Um, well, they could they killed easily... him off because Johnny was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. The great newly cast Johnny. Um, and now he's left again after not having a storyline for two years. Well, he was... It was just a spare part. He was a spare part. It was just like throwing a wet sponge into the mix, wasn't it? And just watching it absorb. So there's no Carter kids left. And appears halfway from shooting Mick to then living <laughs> with them. Apparently he was an old family friend from in the in, army. Yeah, because he was friends with Lee. So they were both in the army together. So Whitney's all loved up now. Whitney likes Whitney likes the same the, character. The same character, yeah. Every time. Three times. The kind of like lovable rogue <laughs> drip thing. But yeah, well no, he's gone away now for a little bit. So I one 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 would presume that he would there'd be a bit of a, a gap now, or he'll come back and Whitney be like, I'm so glad you're back. Well he left for one episode. On like Tuesdays or Thursdays, mm. then came back on Friday's episode. But has has the, has the actor shown any hint or clue that he's returning? Or is no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but then that's the end of that. Well, I'm, I, I'm sure he'll just be a full time character. Yes, but I don't think it'll be straight away. I think it'll be a it, it will happen, but it will happen in time. Perhaps in the summer schedules when <laughs> things go. Everyone has their holidays. Everyone has their holidays. So with all that going on, we haven't even touched upon the goodbye, farewell to Abby. I know. Such a shame. And Lauren. But <laughs> more to be said about that in a minute. Yes, well, <laughs> quite. So the funeral finally arrived about a month and a half after she died. So everyone seemed to have forgot about her. They were congering out of the pub. <laughs> and now everyone's upset. So Donna's upset. Robbie has announced he cares about Abby all of a sudden because he's her cousin. I'm not <laughs> sure they had any scenes together since he came back. Sonia, her other cousin, was nowhere to be seen. So <laughs> she, she doesn't care about Abby. She's busy with Martin and Stacey, isn't she? Mm, yes. Sticking her nose in that. So what did you make of Abby's goodbye? I have to say it, it was it was it, it was a nice funeral and it was done without any kind of... They, they didn't try to move on any kind of plot with it it was it was very much this episode is mainly going to be about abby's funeral with a few bits and pieces scattered around it mm. rather than this is you being used as a vehicle as a tool to actually progress a, 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 another storyline so almost like abby's death is just being used to move something else on a new era a new era yeah the new the new eastenders era so it was it was for abby and it, and and it, they even said 
in the episode, oh, you know, we're actually Abby's the centre of attention. Like she's always for the first time. <laughs> yeah, so but was she the centre of attention? Well, see, this because is yes. Max wasn't at the funeral because Tanya didn't want him to be there. <laughs> Tanya wasn't at the funeral because the actress didn't want to be there. And I want to talk <laughs> about how all of that was filmed in a bit because it's quite interesting. Lauren was in there reluctantly. Her because last week when they turned her life support off. There was a character with Cora, her um, Tanya's sister. Appeared. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. She wasn't there. Aunt Babe didn't come back. I know. I mean, I was expecting Aunt Babe to be at the back. There were some strange extras <laughs> in the <laughs> in the church, like a, a Chinese couple. Yoko Ono decided to uh, pay her respect. It was, I don't quite know. And Don, <laughs> Donna looked at her, so I don't know if there is something about that. But Yes, we're not sure. Really odd. We're not sure whether there's, perhaps that is a... A moving on storyline. Mm. Whitney wasn't at the funeral, even though it's her best friend's sister. She was too busy on the phone with halfway. <laughs> she was making all... sandwiches. She was doing the wake, wasn't she? Yes, she was organized. But Tina could have done that by herself. Well, it was quite Abby. So you say it's all about Abby, but did anyone really bother? <laughs> well, I think to the viewer, Donna it... didn't go. Oh, she did go. She did she, go. She, all, she had to be talked into it by Robbie because she was so upset. So it wasn't that she was doing it out of her. Well, she hasn't nasty... been upset for a, a, a month. No one's mentioned poor Abby. And now all of a sudden it's... Well, she's been hiding from the bailiffs. <laughs> painting <laughs> roses. And painting roses with spray paint. God, <laughs> one yeah. of the funniest lines was when everyone found out that she'd sold them painted roses. They were all coming after her in, in a mob after Donna and Robbie. <laughs> yes. As they were running away and, <laughs> and Donna was in her speedy wheelchair, <laughs> Robbie shouted out, quick run. Oh, oh, Robbie, that's poor form. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> although so I found that quite funny. It, it, it's, it's not that run, Donna couldn't get out of her wheelchair and she run. She can't run. She could give it a damn good go, mm. but she, 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 she'd prefer to take her wheelchair, which is fair enough. I'd prefer to take my wheelchair too. <laughs> but yes, that's that's a pretty poor thing to say. You'd think they'd spot that, wouldn't you? You'd think you'd spot something like that when they were filming it. Then when I mean, got to the maybe room. Robbie loves Donna so much he sees past her handicap. Let's go with that. Okay, yeah, fair enough. PC. So we also had Jack who wasn't at the funeral because he teleported to the hospital <laughs> because he was worried Max would steal the babies because of what Cora said. Yes. Burst what? into the room, mm. yelled at everyone before they could even say anything. Was Where's baby Brennan? Where's baby Brennan? Where is she? <laughs> but that's, yes, let's quickly elaborate on that. <laughs> he he stormed into a hospital babies unit, which is straight away a strike in my book. Then he yelled at a nurse before she even had an opportunity <laughs> to answer him. Where's baby Brennan? She said nothing in return. <laughs> you don't understand. This has been a very stressful time for me. And, it's like, oh, for... and then and then basically proceeded to shout until Max walked into the room with the with baby Branning and um, then gave them to Jack and then he disappeared and teleported his way to the no, church. Is the funeral place and the hospital close? It would make sense to have a church and a hospital close to one another. I mean, to take Abby a month to get there, so it can't be that close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. Well, yes, there's many, many different stops, though, mm. I'd imagine Abby had to take from the deathbed to the <laughs> coffin. The eventual resting place of Abby Branning. Also, was what I wanted to talk about was Lauren's new storyline, which plucked out of nowhere, of mm. her and Josh. Yes, as as I said in the roundup earlier, it was it was dropped in quick that episode at the ep- beginning of the episode. 
um, while they were looking through photos to for, to make a PowerPoint presentation ready for Abby's <laughs> Abby's funeral. She was using all the skills she learnt working <laughs> for Wilmot Brown in the office to <laughs> scan the, photos. To scan photos. She was a photographer for the company. She's apparently, a, she's a she's a web designer. <laughs> I suppose she hasn't um, built a rest in peace Abby website. Yeah, go fund me. Go fund me. But yeah, go fund me page. For Max to um, pay for his alcoholism. So that was all very odd. The fact that her and Josh were this lovely couple. He'd given up everything for her to then all of a sudden he's boring and doesn't love her. No. I still stand to what I said and that is that it was Abby's episode until it was hijacked at the very end by Lauren. Mm. Which is, but, but then perhaps that's egg on our face. Perhaps that's a clever piece of writing by the producer and the writers they knew that people would be thinking oh lauren can't let this one lie on, on her on her sister's deathbed she can't make it all about abby this last time and so they realized that almost the viewers would expect the very last moments of eastenders abby's funeral would be about lauren mm. well she got julia's off. theme which hasn't been used since peggy died <sighs> that was the last time it was used mm. so lorna who played abby she didn't get a Julia's theme. She'd been in the show 10 years, I think. Oh, yeah, the original actress. Yeah, and she's yeah. always played Abby. Lauren has been recast about three times. Mm. She gets a Julia theme. Lorna was also left off of the end credits of last year. So I feel <laughs> I feel Abby is very forgotten. It's not fair. Tanya didn't make it to the funeral. She was in the car. Well, yes. The that... filming, obviously, um, Joe Joyner's schedule is has been hectic so she's not being able to film as regularly as she wanted to mm. but it was quite funny watching the episode because you could see you saw tanya's feet in the car <laughs> and cora was talking to her feet through the door <laughs> so there obviously wasn't an actress there and then when well, no there was an actress they wouldn't have well, there was an actress but a it mannequin. wasn't joe <laughs> and then inside the car you had tanya and lauren talking but every shot was separate so they didn't film it at the same time do you not think? I mm, thought that there wasn't what there wasn't one time where you saw them both, but you only saw them hold each other's hands, but that could be anyone's hands. So I think obviously Joe Joyner just filmed that when she could mm. and acted to no one. And the same for Lauren. Because she the actress who plays Lauren, she went back for filming like two weeks ago to do her last filming when she should have finished near Christmas. Right. So they obviously filmed that totally separately. That's a problem though with schedules. And to be fair, that that was. I mean, I'm glad done... Tanya did appear. Yeah, and it was done. I think it was done well. Uh, I, I I have to admit, I didn't spot that it was done on two separate shots. I I thought there was a couple of shots when they were together. No, no, no there wasn't. No, there wasn't. So yeah, but, so um, I have to yeah. say it was done very well. And kudos to, kudos to the actress. She acted up very well. Well, it, yeah, it just goes to show um how good she she's was. Moved on to... mm. Big project. I think that's probably the last time um, we're going to see Tanya. I don't think she'll appear again. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, it, it, mm. The only way I can see her coming back is by doing a stupid storyline where she would come back with a new boyfriend and then Max would start no, swerving his way through. Yeah. There's no Abby, her and Max, nothing. There's nothing yeah. um, to come back. That's the end of the Brunnings. I just think it's a shame that Max is still... Jack, well, and Jack. And Jack. Oh, yeah. The two remaining Brunnings. Mm-hmm. Jack shouty shouty face face. But um yeah, so the episode ended with Lauren walking straight past Josh. Didn't say anything, <laughs> just walked off and that that was that's, that's Lauren's last episode. So we're not seeing anything more of her. 
So did. I don't know where she's planning to go because she was moaning to Whitney. She had no money. She had yes, but no Whitney house. was moaning. She had no money, and she was moving up north at one point. Mm-hmm. She was going up north to open a t-shirt shop because she learnt the art of printing things and then and then and pressing them onto a t-shirt. She could make money. Mm. Good luck to her. But um, with Lauren's ending, everyone thought, oh, she might have a happy ending off in the sunset with Josh. It was kind of didn't really lead to anything. I mean, there's no reason she couldn't being the soap still next week and living in Ian's house made me think would it have been better if Lauren had died and Abby was the one who lived lived with Ian Beale. well not lived yeah. with Ian Beale. she would have lived but still left would her exit have been a bit better than Lauren's oh well so Abby would leave too yeah, they, were both, s- they were both leaving either way yeah. both the sisters were but Abby was a but if it was the other coffin. way round if it was Lauren that died mm. would it have been better Max would have been more upset would Tanya be grieving more. She was obviously the favourite daughter. And would Abby have been able to leave with her baby and go? I mean, with with all the best intentions, I think the storyline had ended with Lauren and for Abby. And I think... I think... Do you not think Abby had a lot more to give for a future return than what Lauren For a future return? (laughs) Yes, but not not for a while... I, but by future return, I would I wouldn't want her back for at least three years. Hmm. But I think having Abby return would be a lot more exciting mm. than Lauren. Yeah, she could bring her kid back. She's much could more have grown interesting character. Ten years in a matter of four, that kind of setup, and um, she could have. But uh, but like you were saying, the, the 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 Brannings as a stock family are slowly dwindling numbers. As soon as one gets on board, then another one <laughs> or two ju- dies or leaves. So I would wait to see if uh, Max, if Max was to stay on for a long, long time further. Oh, he's then, just signed a year's contract. Yeah, but that's only a year. And I, I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think if, if I was the actor, uh, Jake Wood, I would personally think to myself, well, I think this is my time's beginning to come to an end now. I think there's, there's, a, there's a natural life cycle for characters there's always exceptions to the rule. Dot Branning, Ian Bill, you know. But but I think with all characters, there's a natural life cycle. Although it would be lovely to say, if Abby had survived, perhaps then Max's storyline might have been a bit more revigored and it'd be a bit more interesting. I don't. I don't think it is. I think that that's that I mean, family can has Max come to an really end. survive as a character. Like last no, year, he, he did no, so not at all many bad things, one after another, after another, each one worse. Like he. He killed which, Stephen. He killed Stephen. Which he, everyone seems to have forgotten about. Tanya <laughs> announced at Christmas Day to about three characters and no mm, one seems to care. No seems to He's mind. killed Stephen. Once you kill someone, it's very difficult to get redemption. But then he has, he's done something, some people could argue he's had his redemption and that is he went to prison when he wasn't meant to go to prison for, for, for murder. No, Bobby, he has murdered. <laughs> the Bobby, the Bobby Bill. I mean, uh, when um, Ronnie had the storyline of the baby swap, lots of fans could never it's just something that you just can't forget you always bring yeah. it back up yeah um and that's why obviously ronnie eventually got her comeuppance from the um executive producer he said he wanted to give her comeuppance for murdering or killing that baby and swapping them and making someone else think that happened and ronnie also killed fat boy and roxy's ex-boyfriend so i just don't see how max can carry on as a as a character on the square after he's done so much 
so much wrong. Mm. I agree with you, but I think Max is one of those he's always seen as he's done more than just I know murder is quite a big deal, but he's he he also tried to sell up the square and, yes. <laughs> and, and and yeah, get everyone evicted from the square and you know, this, that and the other and and obviously it's a very misguided direction that unfortunately it had happened to the soap at the time. And I suppose you could say that Jake was the one who took the bullet for all the problems. All the rest of it's, it's funny, all the rest of the members of that seem to have just gotten away with it. Seems to have just kind of fled off and nothing seems to have really made much of it. He's, but he, I suppose it's because he's the one who's hanging around. He's the one who's not, he's the one who everyone's remembering. And they're, they're, they're kind of writing him to a point where we're meant to feel a bit sorry for him. Mm, well, they're giving him the um, mental health problems. <laughs> they keep bringing that up. Cora. Cora brought it up. Yeah, so that was the end of Abby, end of Lauren. That's all tied up. I think that's the storyline now ending all the way back from Lucy's murder. It's been a long, long storyline. Um, but what about the bins then? Well, the bins. <laughs> Whatever. What about the samosas? What about the samosas? All about the samosas. They were mentioned, the amount of times that I could write it down on when I was watching, minimum of 12 times they mm. were mentioned as a whole scene. 12 scenes dedicated to samosas. <laughs> That's quite a lot. Perhaps they should change the intro sequence to like <laughs> a spinning samosa. That's just kind of slowly fading out. But um, going forward for next week, obviously that's the Browning storyline finished. We had a new character appear last week. The girl, I think she was named Haley, who was taking photos of um, Martin and Stacy fighting. And she also knocked on the door to Martin. What's her plan? Is she that who Stacy was talking to on the phone earlier about having a plan? Or was she actually taking photos of Masood's uncle? Because it was at the same time Martin was arguing outside that Masood's uncle was there as well. I'm leaning toward it being about Stacy and Martin mm-hmm. in some form. But I want it to be about Masood's uncle. Because mm. I'd, I'd really love a nice, interesting storyline. Because he's... Mm, I, I really want a character stuff. where you start off really, 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 really growing to them and liking them, and then you find out there's a really dark secret about mm, them. Because they're uh, foster. Exactly, they're um, foster. Not, yeah, not just the uncle, also the aunt. I'd love that. I'd love a bit of a breakdown in the unit somewhere, especially where they, they're, they are likeable. They're nice mm, enough I think characters. they've been really well introduced they've such been in- a contrast to how they've been introduced to ted and joyce <laughs> yes absolutely well ted and joyce have just very deliberately been kept away from the rest of the cast mm. to when they first started for a good time as well not just for just, just to introduce you to because they did it uh, the new tailors the tailors they were first of all introduced as individuals but only for about a week or two then they were slowly intertwined mm. into the rest of the cast they've been great um, They've additions. been fantastic additions, and I, I I love their stories. I'm really worried that they're tearing Keanu into a really dull character, and that's 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 worrying because he started off as such an interesting prospect. Um, when he had he had the apprenticeship, I thought that was fascinating. He had the apprenticeship, and he thought he was going to get the job, and then he was let down, and he the really broke down. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that was that was really great. Well, he won best newcomer this year at the Soap Awards. Oh, so that's always a good hint that he will. Get a bit more story, and he will 
carry on. Yes. Because the same happened with Carmel, believe it or not, a few years ago, <laughs> when she was a fantastic character when she came into it. And now she's complaining about rainbow-coloured <laughs> fences. Yes. How dare they? Now, right, I know, how dare they paint their own fence. Yes, obviously we've got that to look forward to in the coming weeks. So. Masood and Kathy, the ongoing prospect. Oh, yes. And Vincent and Kim. We've, got, we've still got Vincent's storyline still hasn't quite wrapped up yet. We still mm. need to see... Again, it could link to a murder storyline. Who who murdered um, Aiden? Aiden storyline. So that's we'll all find out soon come. next week. So I d- I think that yes, next week it should be interesting. I d- I think that Max and the Branning storyline, anything Branning, anything Branning is going to be just pulled back a little bit now for a little while. Yeah, the Brannings are quiet for a while, and we are moving on to Mel, Sharon, Aiden, and the heist. So thank you for listening. You've this had week. me, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Love Sharon. Um, don't forget to rate us, review us, listen to us. If you have any topics you want us to talk about on the shows, you can email us at eastendersweekly at gmail.com and we will make time to answer any questions or to talk about topics you want to hear about. So thanks for listening. Don't forget about Twitter as well. Follow us at EastendersWeek on Twitter, where we'll be doing updates as we watch EastEnders and again live tweets lots of live tweets cool so until next time bye bye bye